Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right, guys, welcome to another Monday live edition of Funny Science Fiction Podcast, the podcast where we do our part to try and be funny and you do your part to not report us when we're not. So that's like every show. <laughs> I'm funny. Well, you're funny. Sometimes. That's why we keep you around. So again, I'm Tim. I'm one of the hosts. This is Kathleen. Uh, our uh, Nick is unable to join us tonight. We're going to forgive him this time. Next time he gets 30 lashes. But something we haven't decided what yet. We'll take uh, comments to figure out what that is. But before we get to our uh, entertainment tonight and our guests, because uh, we have three awesome guests waiting in the green room for us. So uh, before we get to that, uh, we need to say thanks to our show partners. And we want to do that by playing a couple of quick videos first. One of the coolest lightsaber videos you're ever going to watch in your whole freaking life. Um, this is Level Up Lightsaber. Yeah, I still love the video. Always fun. So if you're looking for uh, Level Up, I'm putting the, the comment into the chat right now. You'll be able to find that there. But we'll also, when this posts as a replay on uh, YouTube, you'll be able to find that down in the description section for uh, Level Up Lightsabers. Now, the other video is from our other uh, uh, show, uh, show partner, and that is River City Tees. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees, let's make a shirt together. Representing with my River City Tee t-shirt tonight. That's right, there you go. Okay, and I'm wearing one too, you just can't see it. It's my I Gave to the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund. They're so, good t-shirts. I like them. This I, one's really snuggly. They're very comfortable. I am very satisfied with the, the quality I do, of the shirt. Yeah, and I do suggest that if you if you look into River City Tees, which I'm going to add a link into the chat here uh, in just a moment once my brain starts functioning. Um, but uh, if you do look into their shirts, I strongly suggest the heathered uh, shirts. Those seem to be just a, a touch more comfortable. Uh, and a little bit more durable, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's that's something you guys can look into. Um, oh, goodness. If if my brain and my computer would work, we would be all set. Tim is having a case of the Mondays, everybody. 
I seem to be having one of those every Monday. It's not just today. Let's let's get on right. it. Oh yeah, it's a Monday. Monday so, Mondays. So and there's the there's the link for for T Public. Awesome. And then uh, so there's that. But that's not the one I was trying to click. It was this one. Why? Thank you, Shayna. I love my T-shirt and my podcast body. There you go. <laughs> you get this podcast body with neglect and pizza and pregnancy and more pizza. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's bring oh. in our guest, uh, Kathleen. I'll you do yeah. the honors, and I'll bring them in one by one. Sorry, I'm still thirty lash. No, thirty hours of blippy. That's just that is cruel and unusual punishment, John Wass. <laughs> All right, our guests tonight are Ryan Airy from a little YouTube show you might know called Screen Crush. What's up? And Thanks Wiseman. for having me. Definitely. We also have Zach Wiseman from Some Nobodies, the proud owner of 175 podcasts. Yeah, I, I talk a lot. I do a Whoa. lot of talking. Whoa! <laughs> that number might be a little inflated. Yeah, it hasn't changed today yet. <laughs> and Mick Manhattan, the head cheese of the Scene Snobs Network and the co-host of the Scene Snobs podcast. Why, thank you, thank you. All right, all three of them have been former guests <laughs> and are crying out their luck on a second run on the show. <laughs> uh, Simon Vanderblend says, "Ah, Ryan Airy, YouTube's Ryan Seacrest." Hey, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's he's not wrong. That's it, Ryan Airy. I mean, he he definitely hosts everything that I watch all day, every day. So, um, I, I get it. I'm behind it. There you go. All right. So, what do you guys say? Should uh, should we play a game? Play a game. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. One of these days, when I think if I think ahead about it, I'll have that weird dude from Saw coming. Jim Saw's voice, I love that. Sorry, <laughs> that's the one. I you know I don't watch a lot of horrors like any, so I couldn't think of his name. I just knew he's got a weird face and a voice, and says, I "You want to play a game?" Movies yeah. and watch them on a regular basis. Sorry. There you go. All right, so tonight we want to play a little game called "What's Your Trek." So it, the basic plot of this, uh, for those who are playing the home version, if you want to put comments into the uh, the chat there. We'll try and guess yours as well. But the basic version of this is that we want you to explain your favorite or, if you're not a Trek fan, your least favorite Trek as badly as you can to see if anybody else can guess what it is. So we can guess what's your Trek. So, uh, let's see. We'll go around the horn and on my screen we have uh, we'll start with Ryan, and then we'll go Zach, to Mick, to me, to Kathleen. We'll let Kathleen go last. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, here we go. This, <laughs> this, this movie is about, uh, it's about some old friends, and they, they, you know, they're going to bars, they're living their life and stuff, and they decide they're going to steal their dad's car. They're going to they go for a joyride in this car. And they're like, oh, I hope dad doesn't catch us, you know, and they, they what they're doing is they're trying to save their friend who is in, who's having his first erection. He's got his first erection ever. And it's real scary. And they have to get him out of that situation. And in the process, they they totally wreck the car and they have to steal another one. And uh, at the end of it, you know, they, they meet their, their buddy's dad. And he's like, ah, it's, it's OK. You know, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about the car and stuff. And, you know, don't worry about my guy getting the boner. Everything will be fine. 
Are we allowed to just guess, or I don't know how this works? <laughs> well, I was just waiting yeah, for him no, to I finish. I was kind of waiting on people to cut in. Yeah, I was waiting for him to finish. <laughs> see, this this is why it's good that like I'm here to help establish the template. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, so, there you go. See, I'm laughing about it, and then there's the internet delay, so then I hear my husband cackling and laughing and coughing in the other room. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, the first little bit, I was worried that you picked the same movie I did, and your description was so much better than mine. I'm like, oh, oh no. I, I well, hope it isn't mine. So uh, they, they do get a little repetitious. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, yeah. What do you, what, Mick, what'd you think? Uh, search for Spock. Search for Spock. Ah, no, it's, 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 yeah. as soon as you said he gets an erection, I'm like, yeah. That's, yeah. The only yeah, I guess. Star Trek worth watching. <laughs> uh, up until that point, I, I thought you didn't get the memo and you were trying to badly describe Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, <laughs> it's just the erection that gave it away. Oh my God, same movie, but Spock is Cameron. Yeah, the really weird thing is. is, it's kind of close to my description of my movie, which was not Search for Spock. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'm confused. I, uh, yeah. And we realized the trouble with Star Trek. <laughs> well. Okay, uh, so what I wrote was, um, our captain commits treason for some reason, and an alien race wants to control the planet where people can heal, the, heal but the crew of the Enterprise has something to say. Also, Klingon puberty. So that was going to be a Klingon's first uh, erection, but uh, I, I saw. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question? Oh, are, please. Are, are, in this particular movie, is it like really important that people who can sew really well get to live forever? <laughs> oh, yeah. It wouldn't be a Star They're Trek like, without it. Like, oh, we could save trillions of lives, but have you seen this quilt? <laughs> It's amazing. It's the best quilt I've ever yeah. seen. It is what do we best, do? It is the best B plot of a Star Trek. <laughs> and Sally uh, is just running around. Being so, so there's a quilting bee in your movie. <laughs> oh, you think this is good? Well, this is what the kids make. You should see the real shit we keep like in the back. You can't. You can't harvest our DNA. <laughs> All right, Ryan's got it. Next. <laughs> so, so what was it? Insurrection. Uh, insurrection. Yeah. Insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Lock and load. I... Yeah. Right. The, we the weirdest Star Trek movie out there. Probably the By most far. boring, which is weird. I don't know that. It is the weirdest movie. It's weird. I, I like that one for some reason, though. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, but you Crazy. think it's the worst one until, well, I mean, we until you watch anything else. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, and you and you watch the yeah, Nemesis. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. So, Mick, before you go, we got a comment here. Oh yeah. Uh, Travis says we don't go anywhere. Things might eventually come to us. No one wants us here, but we are. It's a series he doesn't care for. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. We don't go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. All right, so Travis Foley, okay. is, is that it? Was it Deep Space Nine? Yeah. We don't go anywhere. It. Things might eventually come to us. No one wants us here, but we are. I'd argue um, that's my favorite I mean, series. Sorry, yeah, I mean, that's, what are you talking about? This series is amazing. That's that's the <laughs> Deep Space Nine. That's no weak spots. You know, all the others, you can be like, well, this season's not so good. This season's way better. But DS9, you're like, Ron and more, baby. All the right. way through. Travis Ron and more, like, yep. hit and peak more. Yeah, all right, so it was Deep Space Nine, in fact. So, see, I love Deep Space Nine so much that if my child had been a boy, she would have been named after Miles O'Brien. I have nice. a friend who named his daughter Kira. See, That's after awesome. DS Nine. Yep. Nice. 
It's a, okay. It's a great show. I named my mongrel uh, Rom. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're just I making stuff up. That coffee, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Ryan will shoot liquid out of his nose from laughing. That he is the goal did, of the night. He did make it to the cup in time, so we're good. All right, Mick, go ahead and regale us. A bunch of friends are stuck in a classic <laughs> whodunit uh, when a schoolyard bully gets murdered and they get blamed for it and thrown into prison. They have to escape and set themselves free by quoting Shakespeare all day long. <laughs> oh. I mean, can, I guess the last one. I don't want to hop in there. I, I, I actually don't know what this one is. Uh, I got nothing. Kathleen, do you get I, it? I should, but I, like, if you said Shakespeare, and I'm like, wait, but oh, I don't remember what it's called. Six, isn't it? Yep. Undiscovered Country? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Is a, oh, that is like, a movie. Which number is and, and then they fix the Cold War. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and then Worf, and then Worf's on the Enterprise. The end. <laughs> All I will say is the same thing I said to Zach in pre-show. Isn't there a Star Wars we could watch somewhere? So, oh, come on! Oh, I know, I know. No, you know the thing is, is that my my attraction to Trek is is, is limited to a, a very select few things, um, and so I, I stick pretty heavily to those things, um, and I can't say what those things are because those things are part of my next description. Uh, so. <laughs> But if you if you figure it out, I mean, it, I I think it'll be pretty easy. Uh, but by the way, Travis says agree to disagree. I'm I'm pretty sure he was referring to uh, the Deep Space Nine not having any flaws or holes in it, Ryan. Um, well, perfect. But compared to some of the other hit and misses over the other series, you know. All right, fair enough. All right, so oh, it's my turn. That's right. It all is. right, so here we go. Eighty four. Narcoleptic vacationers book an extended cruise to exotic locations and bays around the galaxy, only to have their final spot interrupted by three nosy vacation crashers. And at this point, there's only 72 of them left. So the leader of the narcoleptics decides he's going to fight back to regain the rest of their stay. But one of the intruders gets pissed off and knocks them all out with a sleeping gas. Into darkness? It's actually, I'll, I, I will say it's not a movie. It's actually, a, a, it's a series Space episode. Seed. An episode? It's an episode. Space Seed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's Space Seed. That's why okay. I said in the I thought we were sticking to movies. That's why I said in yeah. the yeah. No, no, it's, and that's fine. Uh, I just, you know. I, oh, I, off because I have I have three <laughs> things. I have three things in Star Trek that I like in the, pre-J, the pre-JJ era. Uh, I have Ricardo Montalban. Two out of the three, yes. <laughs> Earwigs, Spaced. whales. No, definitely not the whales episode. That might be the absolute worst thing to ever have no. been put on. Oh, no. you say no. that until I describe Come my episode. On. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I think that movie's. I think that movie's hot garbage. No, that's cool. Um, <laughs> no way. Roger Ebert, when he, Roger Ebert, when he described the premise of that movie in his review, said, after coming up with this, the writers probably lit up cigars. 
And they should have. I love that movie. I don't care if it's just because it was low budget and they had yep. to like find a way to make up for Search for Spock because it was not what they thought, like didn't perform the way they thought it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just that's just good, clean Star Trek fun, man. That's that's uh... <laughs> that's in my top ten uh, time travel movies too. Yep. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Hmm. That's a good list. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you do that. I want to be invited. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, before before we move on, though, now that you've brought it up, I want to know what's else is on your top ten list. That oh man, all right. Uh, well, Back to the Future. Uh, Back to the Future is yeah. number one with a bullet. I know that. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future. Um, God, you got me all like. I don't have it in front of me. I write all this stuff. Mustard him. Um, I'll, I'll, brick. I'll brick. Back and we'll do something, and I'll have yeah. my list on me because I don't, I don't want to jumble them because they are in. Does Donnie is Donnie Darko in the top ten or God? I, I hope no, not. not. I'm out of here. No. That, that movie doesn't actually. The rules of time travel don't hold up the way that uh, the writer director no. thought they did. When you break that, it down, I, we don't have to talk about that, Donnie Darko. I'm just curious. We, we definitely can because that movie is kind of hot garbage, and that movie doesn't follow any rules that movies should. Anyway, no. so. <laughs> you know what? I will tell you one that's in there, and it's a romantic movie. Uh, is about time. Lake oh yeah, that, I love that. Oh, movie. with yeah, uh, Christopher Reeve. No, no, no that, with a, uh, it's with a Weasley. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess he might have been a oh. Tom, Tom with Paul Hux. Gleason or Tom whatever. Paul Gleason, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, right, uh, cool. and and uh, Rachel McAdams, right? Yeah, she played the yeah. wife. Very good movie. What movie is that? Uh, it's called About Time. Yeah. About Time, okay. Really so here's cool. an interesting question for you. When you when you talk about time travel, because there's like there's different kinds of time travel and theories like Flat Circle and all that other stuff. Would you say that movies like The Fifth Element or Interstellar count as time travel movies? Time is the, its characters leaping forward in time and not backward. Or do you have to go backwards in time in order for it to be a time travel movie? Or is, or is my, it just waiting? It can be considered a time travel movie, but I look at it from like from, from like my list and mm. what I enjoy. The adventure has to be them out of their time. Mm. The, which, yeah, well, Fifth Element. Yeah, so okay. Fifth Element, yeah. Have yeah. you seen uh, 2067? No. Yeah, that's very that? cool. I will. Uh, it, yeah, it's like a movie where they find out that if they go 400 years in the future, uh, the Earth is fixed and they can get a cure for these diseases. So they send the guy who is Nightcrawler in the newer X-Men movies uh, into the future because the future called for him. But obviously time travel stuff happens. And I don't want to give stuff away. But also Jason Stackhouse is in it from uh, uh, the, the Sookie show. Uh, it's it, yeah, true, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, twenty. It's on Hulu right now. It's a very, very cool movie and a cool way to see forward time travel. Twenty six zero seven. Two zero six seven. Twenty sixty seven. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll check yeah, that out because he has yeah. to go into the year twenty four sixty seven to like figure it out. So that's where he's, he starts. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and like it starts with, like there's no yeah. oxygen in the world and people have to like search for. It's pretty. It's a very good movie. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I've never really thought of, of uh, Fifth Element as being a time travel movie. Well, anything where the characters are in yeah. suspended animation, they come out and it's a fish out of water. I mean, it's in the same way you can say Interstellar is, even though it's you know, obviously obeys the laws of physics and stuff. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, Fifth Element started it in like ancient Egypt and it ended right. up in the future. So, yeah. Right. Uh, in theory, yeah, by, okay, the same, yeah. by the same token, Age of Apocalypse, the time travel movie. So, it doesn't have to count, but. I I personally don't (laughs) count it uh, only because, like I said, like for me, it's got to be the adventure of them being out of their time. So that one does because you could say Aliens, too, is also like a time travel movie. But 
it's yeah, that's true. in their area. Um, like Aliens is a time travel movie for her, but that's not what it's about. Like for me, like Word. stuff like that. Okay. Out of it. Makes sense. That's good so criteria. Bla- I like that. So Blast in the Past would definitely fit. A hundred percent. And you should have got married. Definitely would fit. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I consider that the Mummy 3, the actual Mummy 3, not the one that they actually... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch that as Mummy 3 now. Like, That's funny. Like, like, All right, Come nice. Here. All right, so Kathleen, tell us your trek that's going to get oh, boy. badly. And I also went... I'm going to just tell you, I went episode. But honestly, if you either get it or you don't. So... The starship in question detects traces of rust in space, which obviously can't happen because there's no oxygen in space. When they follow the particle trail, they discover a 1936 Ford truck. (laughs) Um, Quantum leap. No. (laughs) No. There's more to the description if you want me to keep going. Oh, sure. Why not? This is legitimately one of the worst episodes ever, but also my favorite. So while investigating in the cargo bay, they start the old truck, which backfires and startles everyone. They then turn on the truck's AM radio, discovering an old AM distress call. It's explained to them that Starfleet doesn't follow AM signals because they don't travel fast enough for their communication. So they follow the signal to an L-class planet where they have to land their ship on said planet because they can't teleport, they can't transport down. Is this a a Voyager episode? It is a Voyager episode! (laughs) I was talking about the original series for a second. Then, like, yeah, no, it is a Voyager episode. Which the fact that you even got which series it is is impressive. Yeah, I, I was, remember ha- I had that on and just let it like run yeah. throughout my house as I was like doing stuff. And mm-hmm. I can remember like a truck and like I remember some weird stuff. And I'm like, what? Oh, that's crazy. The, the episode makes absolutely no sense. Was it an actual truck? I haven't seen this episode. Yeah, it's a 1936 yeah. Ford truck. Oh, God. Space. I thought you were, like, using metaphors and stuff. No. <laughs> no it's an actual because Ford there's truck. so many episodes that are, that I was like, wait, there's a TOS episode, there's a TNG episode that's a lot like that, like this old freak. That's funny. So, continuing with the, the description, because this is ridiculous, and this is how far the ridiculousness goes, they find a mine shaft on the planet, which has has uh, stasis chambers in it. They find one of them contains eight human bodies with minimal life signs. The captain rubs the condensation off of the stasis chamber containing a human female, notices the name on her jacket, and it reads A. Ear- Earhart. Yeah. yeah. Did they find Hoffa in the next episode? (laughs) You know, it would make more sense. Yeah, they did that in Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, so the episode is called uh, The 37s, but it is a Voyager episode where they find Amelia Earhart. Yeah. That's such a TOS thing, too. There's so many episodes of TOS where they'd get to a planet and they'd be like, oh, you're Apollo. You're the actual Apollo that, you know, who is an alien. And they're always like finding ways to wrap it around like that and be like, oh, mm-hmm. is, is that really Abraham Lincoln? Or is it? Right. See, the only, 
I think the reason I like that episode so much is it aired in 95, so I was three. So I was just getting into, like, Trust. pilots and... Oh. <laughs> Amelia Earhart was so cool. It's, it's like... I was excited about there being a girl pilot, which is also why I liked Voyager, because Janeway. So. Yeah. I Are watch it now and I laugh back? at it. Hmm? Are you excited that she's coming back in a new series? A little bit. A little bit. Although, after watching the actress who plays her in Orange is the New Black, I am never going to see Janeway the same. That's fair. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> well, there's that. All right, so we've done the uh, explain it badly. And like my husband said in the comments, it's a Voyager episode, so nobody's ever seen it. Nobody ever saw it. (laughs) Get it. Yeah, I got like Paramount Plus, and I just put on every Star Trek thing and just let it run. And sometimes I looked at it, sometimes I didn't. Mm -hmm. I've been going through uh, starting with TOS. Now I'm most of the way through TNG, and I'm looking forward to getting through the last half of Voyager and Enterprise because I've never watched it. The number of times that my husband started Deep Space Nine, like to fall asleep to, <laughs> and then I he doesn't like it o'clock. because it's comforting. It because it's comforting. We've seen it a hundred times, so it's the nice. we know what's going to happen. And I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and I look at the TV and I'm like, oh, that's what episode we're on. Never mind, I'm good. <laughs> I, I will say for me, like uh, Next Generation is the one like I can like relax to mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. put on and like maybe work around. But like Deep Space Nine, I just get too focused. That's it. Yeah, it's like an old. Well, TNG is just like an old friend, you know. And it's great now going back through the whole run, because the first season, you know, it only came out what nineteen years, which is nothing. You know, you think about nineteen years ago was two thousand two, so it only came out nineteen years after TOS ended, and so Roddenberry was. It felt very much like a sequel to the original series, and then as the you know three seasons in when they started to really catch their voice and you could tell his Ronald Moore episodes really started to catch and he, you know, was mm-hmm. getting better and better. And then you get into the, I think it's four when, or maybe it was three when you get into the, the first wharf episode and measure of, no, not measure of man season one. Um, you know, when data meets Sung and all the Borg episodes, like that show, just like boom, boom, boom. Episode after episode is a classic. Yeah. Oh, Thrilling sure. to watch it. I'm still stuck on the 2002 being 19 years ago thing. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. Attack of the Clones came out 19 cool. years ago. Yep, that means it's my brother's 20th not, class reunion this year. Hold it, oh! <laughs> Especially when you said you were three in 1995. Holy crap! Yeah, sorry, Tim. That's when I yeah. went into high. That's when I went into my senior year of high school. <laughs> I graduated in 95. So, all right. All right, so cool. So we have everybody's uh, explain a track badly. Uh, I think that went pretty well. I think everybody did pretty good on it. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, y'all beat me because I I didn't know any of yours. So, <laughs> well done. Um, you knew they were Star Trek, so we're. I knew they were Star, Star Trek. I I want an A for effort for talking Trek. <laughs> you get a participation yeah. ribbon. I want a I want a gold star. I really thought Klingon puberty was going to give it away. <laughs> That's what gave it away for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Erections and puberty. That's what yeah. gave them away for me. So it's PG-13. I mean, South Park, you know. Oh, yeah. It's to play with it's, a lot more than that in their own TV. There's definitely that. All right. So uh, in our Facebook group, which is now over 125,000 members, whoop, whoop. Um, whoop, whoop. Which, which is growing nicely. And so um, we're hoping that these guys, those guys get a chance to see this. And 
because uh, I, I don't remember who posted this in our group. Uh, I forgot to write their name down. And so um, if you're watching this and you realize this was your post, I'm I sorry. I approved it, but I don't remember. Who yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I don't remember who posted it. So if you're seeing this and I'm not giving you credit for it, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I was negligent in writing your name down. But I'm not taking credit for it. I'm just saying it was a really cool post. And so I want to try this with us. So um, this this post had a ton of responses uh, in our group. So what two words would you use to describe your favorite sci-fi movie or TV show without using the title? What? Just two words. That's it? Just, mm -hmm. You can only use two words. I, I got one. All right. Go ahead, Ryan. Horny robots. Do you say horny or corny? Corny. Oh, horny corny. With, <laughs> horny with horny with an H. And it was James Holloway that posted it into the group. Oh, it was James? Okay. All right. Thank you. Kathleen. Horny you robots. Is that right. Westworld? <laughs> no, but that's a good guess. <laughs> is that a doctor? It's, that's not Doctor Who, is it? Wouldn't know. I've never seen Doctor Who. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a better person for not having seen it. Oh, no, no. I'm, just, like a, I'm no. not, like a, you know. Kathleen's only mostly miffed. Sometimes <laughs> people act offended, and I'm like, I don't, I just, I didn't have BBC America in 2005 when the revival came on. It just, the ships in the night, you know, we just, yeah. well, if, you just have HBO, if you have HBO now or HBO Go, whatever I, it is. I can, I can totally now. watch it right now. There's I'd so say, much stuff to watch. Like there's yeah, a new so HBO show about robots raising babies in the future on a different planet. And I saw oh, the trailer last okay. night and I'm so like, ra well, raising the wolves. <laughs> yeah. I want, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. That's the show. I want to see that show. I'm just using that as an example of like, how do you yeah, know what to watch? There's too much to watch. There's, there's, so it, yeah. It's almost oversaturation right now, but, but, but in the I'm, best I'm, way possible. Yeah, oh, yeah. Remember back in 95 when the only thing we had to watch sci-fi wise is crap like Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with Ryan. Like I, I never like for some reason the, the Doctor Who train never hit me. And I, I consume every bit of like any kind of sci-fi. And I've worked at Blockbuster for years in like the mid 90s. So like that should have done. But even right now I have HBO Max and I'll put on like my, my partner loves Doctor Who. And she's like, put on this episode and I'll put on one episode. I'm like, this is kind of dumb. Like I don't like any of this, so uh, I think I just I think I just missed it completely. It I is because you worked at Blockbuster. I worked at Hollywood Video, so we had them all because we got all the rejects. Oh, fair, yeah. <laughs> it is a very cheesy show. It is a very cheesy show, and if you don't like British humor, it's going to be even worse. I, I like British humor. I mean, uh, I but, like. Look, I, I saw the first episode of the Jodie Whittaker run. I like that. I've seen some David Tennant stuff. Like I just, yeah, I'm not not like invested. Yeah. yeah, I could yeah. be. I'm, I'm watching Avatar: The Last Airbender right now, and I'm like, I can't believe I slept on the show for so long. It's amazing. I just so, and I will I will straight up say that I am a Whovian, but I have not seen any of the Jodie Whittaker stuff. I just I have HBO. But really, my focus has just been on horny robots. I know, but I, I'm there too, and that's and it's definitely not raised by wolves, right? That's not that's no, not I haven't. Seen, it might be. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, there I mean, might be they, horny robots on that show. Well, it's a very good show, and there's kind of robots and whatever. Uh, okay, horny robots. Mick, Mick, you should figure this one out. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to uh, see. It's the thing is, I'm not trying to dissect horny robots. I'm trying to dissect Ryan. <laughs> okay, I've watched well, a lot right. of your shows, so let me figure <laughs> this out. 
Um, well, I can, I can throw out two extra clues if you want. Sure, go for it. Iraq metaphor. Funny Science Fiction will be right back after a word from our sponsors. And now back to Funny Science Fiction. Rock metaphor? E-Rock. Iraq. Iraq. Oh, the country. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it... Is it on Netflix? <laughs> no, not right okay. now. Because no, no. that... that uh, Used love, to be. Love, Death, and Robots. That's a very, very cool show. Um, it's on uh, Peacock right now, actually. Dude, classic, uh, classic sci-fi series. We're talking 2000s, mid-2000s era. Revival. It was a revival series. With, with horny robots. Horny I'm robots. So, yeah. I'm robots, so shocked. Robots that engaged in sexual activity on a regular basis. Is Battlestar Galactica? Yes, it's Battlestar right. Galactica. Right. Come on. Come on. Ne so never seen that robots either. Are I, all the time I have watched that. this many episodes. Yeah. Oh Same. my god. Okay, I, mean, I love that show, but I don't it's know why I didn't. Because I don't think it's Triple Fur as a robot, all right? <laughs> I should have so many things now. I just think of her as Trisha. Hey, <laughs> it's wonder. on it's on Peacock for free. Watch watch the mini series. Yeah, judge judge for yourself from there. It's pretty great. No, I, Especially and, if you're into my guy Ronald Moore. If you like if you like DS9, there you go. Uh, all right. All right, Zach, what's your uh What's your two words? Um, if you want a second to think about it, I've got a comment I can throw up, and we can try and guess this one. Okay, okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> All right, Travis Foley says, Dr. Samurai. It's a sci-fi series. Dr. Samurai. Is it, I just, it, it just sounds like a great show. Just that yeah. alone. I, you just know, that alone, really, right? Yeah, I wish I would you would watch that show. I would watch Doctor Samurai. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Sam, uh, I have no idea. Did anybody know, uh, Kathleen? Heart, heart surgery know. at three and fighting the bad guys at four. Doctor Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> he will give you heart surgery with honor. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw out a sci-fi show that oh, it says it's it's Travis says it's a movie. Oh, a movie? It's a movie. Doctor Samurai. Uh, I don't know. I'm stumped. This game's hard. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that the one of the sci-fi shows that really uh, hit me uh, pretty well this last year. I'm going to use uh, I guess two words. Fifties uh, Cthulhu, which is very easy, but I love Ooh, the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that show is so good. Okay, still haven't and finished it. Weird. And season season two is uh, greenlit apparently. So hey, is... I have not finished season one of it yet, but I love it. It's, it's definitely worth it. It's a great show. All right, Travis Foley says his movie Doctor Samurai is from the eighties. Is it? Oh, uh, Buck Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, is that it, Travis? Is it Buckaroo Banzai? That's, that's a solid Halloween costume. Uh, Ryan, have you have you happened to see uh, all, complete off tangent? But have you happened to watch all of the old uh, Star Wars stuff they put on Disney Plus, like the Battle of Endor and that other I one? Start, 
Yeah, I started. I went back. Uh, I started watching Battle Nick? of Endor, and my wife made me turn it off. <laughs> and, uh, it, yeah, one. I got through an episode of the Ewoks cartoon, <laughs> and I, I rewatched all the Clone Wars from two, the 2000s. I completely forgot that they had the Ewoks speak English in that one movie, and it is so off-putting here in Wicked. In the second one, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I put it on today. I'm like, why is Wicked yeah. asking to go to school? This thing is so bad. <laughs> just yeah, that's the one where... And as a child, whenever his her entire family died, like immediately, I was like, yeah. ah, it's like the beginning of Iron Eagle too." you know, when the kid <laughs> from the first movie dies, you're like, ah, as an eight-year-old, this is yeah. too much for me, you know? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I ducked out of that one. Yeah. Yeah, the dad's I mean, like, I'm on, dying. But- Go live with the Ewoks. <laughs> nice. Weird. Which and then, but, the, but, but the first one introduced the uh, the blurgs, you know, the things mm-hmm. that are basically two legs and a mouth that walk around in the Mandalorian that they train. So, yeah. like, that that's just canon as far as I'm well, concerned. The first, yeah, the first one's good. Like, the Ewoks don't speak. There's a cool little thing where they teach each other how to throw axes into trees, and there's a cool spider. Uh, it's it's a Star Wars. The second one, they speak English, and it's immediately like, I, I hate I hate everything about this. But anyway. You think Lucas I, I, stepped away from that one? All right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get- I, I do have a good sci-fi recommendation for a show on, uh, but I kind of want to wait to see if it's anybody's two words. So we can circle back to that. One if you okay. Right. All, right. All right. Mick, go ahead with yours. All right. I kind of went over this, but since we're doing favorites, um, Fire Trail. Fire Trail. Fire Trail. And you kind of went over it. Mm. Oh, it, Back to the it, Future. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Fire Trail. I, I was thinking it was on my phone of top ten uh, movies that if you want me to rattle them off. Yeah, yeah, fire them off. All right, Back to the Future, T two, Endgame, Star Trek Four, uh, About Time, Primer, Frequency. I just love that movie. Oh, Frequency! Uh, that's a good show. I love that movie. Uh, no. no. Yeah, I like that movie. I, I don't know. <laughs> know all you want. I, I all right, well, let me let me let me hear what it beat out. Let's let's get to that. Uh, Twelve monkeys, uh, Back to the Future two and three are tied, and then Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Bill and Wait, Ted! You have three Back to the Futures on your top ten uh, time travel mo- list, and they only count as two. Oh, okay. Two, two and well, three they did film two and three at the same time, but three yeah. is basically the same movie as one, just a different time period. And two, two's kind of a sleeper for me. Like two is not as good as part one. Not even yeah, a little bit. Like char- yeah. even character development wise, they do this whole thing where all of a sudden Marty out of nowhere and like be called chicken. Like it's a ridiculous movie. But you gotta admit, as a kid watching that, and all of a sudden they introduce all this like parallel timelines, the alternate nineteen eighty five, it's bonkers. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And watching him, especially with the effects of the time, interact with his past self kind of over there. Like for a lot of people, especially me, that just like opened up my brain when it came to time travel. So I, I, you know, it's just me. I'd always put Back to the Future 2 kind of up there. My argument for 2 and 3 being tied is that it's essentially just one movie. Like you Mm -hmm. can put Back to the Future 1 by itself. But like 2 and 3, you know, it ends, 2 ends, and 3 is right there, picks right up. So it's like, it's it's just. Yeah, agreed. I have a very personal connection to 3. I love 3. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good list. I would have had, I think I would have, if it were Zach Wiseman's list, not Nick Manhattan's <laughs> list. If it were Zach Wiseman's list, I probably would have swapped out Frequency and put Brick in. Uh, the rest of the list is pretty solid. Wait, Brick? Brick's not a time you mean, Do you mean Looper? Oh, Looper, yeah, Looper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You said Brick earlier, and I thought, wait. I know. I meant I meant Looper. I'm just. That's on a film noir list for sure. That's a great. Yeah. Ah, Brick is so good. Brick's great. Yeah. Brick is so good. Yeah. It's so good. I know. It's it's upsetting. It's upsetting. It's upsetting how good Ryan Johnson is because he gets the rap of having the Last Jedi, which I still love and will fight for constantly. But I think that movie really took a a big bunch of wind out of his sails for a lot of people unfortunately and it shouldn't have it's amazing I, no I, I think knives out put it right back in for him yeah that's Ooh. fair and then you know, the knives every it seems like every day there's more knives out too. casting news it just gets me yeah. happier and happier and happier Catherine yeah, my, Han, baby my wife yeah. is stoked for for knives out too she she loved the first one and honestly I, I was not a fan of last jedi when it first came out and that movie has grown on me considerably when you watch that movie in its place and watch how it fills in the story between um, uh, Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. It it not only that, then you add the cinematography and the way that movie was shot. It's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful movie. To me, and it there's is, my wife. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it is easily Thank the you. most. It is the most beautiful of the like the episodic Star Wars, and I think that it is the best uh, uh, poetry to Empire Strikes Back that that could be done. I think it's pretty close, yeah. 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 The more I watch it, I think the better the better the movie is. All right. So uh for yeah, me to watch it again then. For my my two words, I will go with um it's for a TV show. I'll give you a hint right off the bat, but this shouldn't be too hard to guess. Russian Demogorgon. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger right. Things, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that show. I'm so geeked, cannot wait for a season four to come out. Um, I have really, really enjoyed that series um, just because it's, although it's got some basic tropes in it, I think, just think it's so well written and so well done. Um, season, season two is a little bit of a snooze, but yeah, one and yeah. three is pretty solid. One and three are very solid. Yeah. So. I, wasn't, I wasn't as happy with three. Really? I thought okay. three, well, three for me was dragged down by the, uh, the Hopper Joyce scenes because there was so much yelling. And yeah. I think they were going for like the moonlighting trope you know it's all like what trope are they doing this time yeah, yeah. Uh, but for me that really dragged it down and also like the first season worked so well because it was this grounded universe where one extraordinary thing was happening i was never able to buy into the premise of there's russians under the mall even though there's like a ton of 80s movies that are like that kids movies i can't yeah. even remember the names of them right now if i told you but i was like it just from that just strayed a little too far now i'm, I'm gonna do a rewatch of it and then make a recap video for screen crush but so I might change my mind on it. But at the time, I was like, God, that's a lot to handle. My favorite Stranger Things episode, though, is the one everybody else hates, the one where Eleven goes to Chicago. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah and she meets up with her. her with uh, eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're teasing the X-Men. I love it. Yeah. I thought those were, I, I thought those were good episodes, honestly. Yeah. So, I, I like those. I like right. giving her her and standalone story. All right, Kathleen, what's your two words? Shadow Proclamation. It, it, I can't help it. <laughs> Shadow Pro- proclamation. Proclamation. I think Mick knows. He's. Mick he's I think Mick is Googling something. He's typing. Yeah, no, I just wanted to confirm which episode. <laughs> oh, it's an episode. I thought we were oh, doing that. No, no, there. It's a ongoing. They're not like the main. Oh, okay. Movies. Is it but a Doctor they, Who thing? They are and they aren't. Like, there's. It is a Doctor Who thing. Oh. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's why three of us here are going, what? But specifically. And Kathleen will love this. <gasps> yep. Dude. The TARDIS. <laughs> that is spectacular. No, oh, yeah. but specifically the episodes of the last, the, oh, when Earth Gone, whatever it's called. 
Earth, no, it's not Earth Gone. It's not Earth Gone. That's the one where all of the companions come back with 10. Yeah, it's uh, ow, is this Who stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, oh, yeah. so they're talking to Doctor we, Who, talk amongst yourselves. Let's do a breakout room. <laughs> you like that? That's a little pandemic humor. Right? <laughs> there you go. I like it. Oh, I like it. The kids won't get it in twenty years. But this <laughs> generation will be like, ah, oh, breakout rooms. I hated those. It's fine, Kevin. I'll have you on my show. We can just talk, Doctor. <laughs> there we go. There you go. I'll do it. There Since you go. Our, the best man at our wedding was also our ring bearer because I wasn't going to deal with an extra person who wouldn't necessarily do what I wanted them to. It makes sense. He carried a wooden TARDIS with our wedding bands in it. That's oh, that's cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. With a Doctor themed wedding. Well, it was supposed to be the box that my husband was going to use when he proposed, but because it's a TARDIS, it didn't show up when it was supposed to. That's my my wife's uh, engagement ring as a TARDIS. That's awesome. We uh, we had a TARDIS in our old office, or the Screen Crush office. That mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately had to be thrown away, but it was a sound booth that the IT guys turned into a giant ass TARDIS. And I kept thinking, man, I wish I knew anything about Doctor Who because I could totally use this in a Screen Crush video. <laughs> but uh, it never, the stars never aligned. Now it's gone. It's oh, that sucks. Dust in the wind. I know. I will totally right. be on your show, Mick. We'll do it. All right. So we've got a, we've got about fifteen Hello. minutes left. I wanted to squeeze in a little bit of Bad Batch, um, if we can. And so I, for one, am very stoked about the Bad Batch. I love the tie-in directly from. Clone Wars picking up at the the uh, Order sixty six and, and moving forward. Um, so what are you, what are you guys thinking about it? What are, what are your what do you like? What do you is there something you don't like about Bad Batch yet? Just yet? I haven't seen it. I, I love it. And I, I do have a question for Ryan. Uh, I, I obviously I watch your, your breakdowns. So hey man, uh, thanks. I, I, no, I watch them all day, every day. I, I am such a super fan and it, it kind of grosses my wife out. Um, the, the, but- <laughs> honestly, Ryan, the fact that he hasn't broken down into, into fanboy giggling just yet is impressive to me. Yeah, I, I keep texting my wife like it's happening. It's actually happening. Um, but uh, th- there is there is the, the, thought, the thought that Omega is a clone of Obi-Wan. Uh, so there's the Obi-Wan, uh, thought, which is, you know, interesting because, uh, Obi-Wan did spend a lot of time on, on Coruscant. Uh, but there is also the idea that it's a Palpatine clone simply mm-hmm. because of the hairstyle. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but do, do you think there's any chance that they merged, uh, Obi-Wan and a clone? I hope not. Like, I, I do think Omega is going to end up being force sensitive. It's going to be a big moment like Grogu stopping, you know, the space rhino. Um, but I really don't want their, I, I hate that star Wars has become about bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this, the worst thing that the prequels did was saying that Anakin was a virgin birth and that Ray's a Palpatine and the, like, what was her name? Jana was going to be related to Lando. And that's one of the many things they cut. I don't really like that. Um, and I don't see the need to like perpetuate Kenobi or Palpatine DNA. I think mm-hmm. if she was a Palpatine, they wouldn't be trying to keep it secret from Palpatine, you know, like on the show, they're like, they're, it seems like they're doing this experiment on their own. At least they want us to think that they could have been contracted by Darth Sidious, who they don't know is Palpatine or all these other things. Um, I, I, I do think she'll have been a clone from a Jedi, maybe somebody like Quinlan Voss or someone like that that we haven't seen around much with the DNA mixed in. But uh, I, I hope that it's not just like, Oh, guess what? She is this character now that we've seen before. I want like new things. Yeah. 
No, I know, I agree. I, think, I, know I, I threw that theory out on my last video and put in the thumbnail. That was not true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, when you said that, I was like, I, I was thinking the same way because my biggest problem with Rise of Skywalker is that they had to do the lineage and they had to link everything back together again. Yeah. And I would, I would hate if they did it in the Bad Batch because I feel that her character could be very strong if it were just an autonomous, you know, like they somehow the cloners just figured out how to put force sensitivity or midichlorians into a clone, which right. I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the worst thing in any Star Wars movie ever is the moment when. Adam Driver says you're a Palpatine, but we could talk about that on, on another episode. Because if I start complaining about Rise of Skywalker, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the next twelve minutes done. And, uh, I was going to say we don't have enough time for that. Yeah. Also, yeah. do you think there's any chance that one of the Bad Batch is going to die? Not yet. Um, if any of them would, I think it would be either Echo or Tech. Because their skills seem a little redundant. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe at some point, but I. What I love this show about is the show, this show is killing people quickly. I figured that Crosshair yeah, is going true. to get a, a chance at one of them, and yeah. in, and in my opinion, I think Echo is the weakest because of all right. that he's gone through in Clone Wars, and yeah. where he's at condition wise, and he's more robot than me. Man, and the, you know they even say that in the episode. Yeah, but I right. I think that he'll if one of them's going to go, I think it's going to be Echo. Yeah, it I, would I mean had... more if he if cross it would mean more crosshair kill tech for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of had it in my brain that there, we would have a scene where Crosshair was going to shoot Omega and uh, and and Big Dude jumped in front of him because of maybe his uh, his sure. his, uh, his chip going off and then him sacrificing because he he seems to like Omega pretty pretty well. Oh, so. you talking about Wrecker? Yeah, Wrecker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't but, think they'd kill off record though because he's so distinct. Like you know, as a writer, if I were doing that show and if I'm trying to write these episodes out, I could go, okay, I got I got record. He's the big guy. He can go do things. And then tech and and Echo are you know, like I said, kind of redundant. I think they would yeah. kill tech because I think Echo has a more compelling story. Yeah, you I know, just felt but, that Wrecker, Wrecker was the one that people would probably have the most atta uh, emotional attachment to. Yeah. He's the one for some reason I liked him. I was like, cool, that that's my dude. If they kill him, because I mean, they not not to give anything away, but you know, they killed off some civilians, so they obviously don't mind uh, just wasting right. people. So, uh, and I think emotion is emotion and death. I think is where the next bit of like Marvel movies are going, and also Star Wars. I think we're going to get big, big deaths coming up in the next uh, couple things, and I would hate it that it. If it happened here. Oh, nice. You nice. have a problem, Tim. I <laughs> do so. Well, you know, the theme <laughs> of the show is about, um, you could boil it down to programming versus choice, which doesn't just mean like, oh, if you're a clone, you're programmed. It also goes back to like, as regular human beings, are we simply stimulus and response? Do we have free will? And then how does the force figure into all that? Because the force always figures into whatever is going to happen in Star Wars. Um, right. So that, I, find that really interesting to think like if they were going to kill someone off how would that fit in i mean then you can start going through the list and say wow what if they killed hunter you know like as hunter if you're going to want to tell the story i would kill hunter at the end of like season two or three if you yeah. want to keep it going for like five six seasons like the walking dead should have killed rick off things like that you know like mm -hmm. nothing will jumpstart your story like having your leader go on your dumbledore that's fair. I just I feel that like uh, Echo because he isn't like one of the actual ninety nine. He would probably hang out, and I feel Tech has a little too much knowledge, a little too much information to get rid of him too. And I, I mean, I don't want any of them to go, but for some right. reason, I was just thinking that dude, they're gonna try to take out Omega, and somebody's gonna hop in there. I hope not. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Even reading the word Serenity, I'm not over that yet. 
Oh, yeah, they sure did. Poor Wash. I'm but glad my wife can't hear this right now because she hasn't finished it yet. <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of those things that like are so good. She's like waiting to finish it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I they, also can... have a super soft spot for Alan Tudyk, though. So yeah. Like... Well, I mean, how do the reavers how do the reavers clean their weapons? No, 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 no. So <laughs> <laughs> mean. Can, can they can they revive that series post Whedon? Uh, why, why? why would it have to be post Whedon? Didn't he do the Nevers? Like, if he's yeah, but the Nevers got canceled and it's not coming back. And I don't think anything else Whedon is going to do anytime soon is going to happen oh, for a while. No, I, d- I didn't know the Nevers was canceled. Never mind. I yep. take it back. Yeah, Nevers is gone, and uh, I don't think Whedon is going to have anything to do with anything in a while. I think Probably he's not. hitting like the Kevin Spacey route. But I think that Serenity and Firefly are going to kind of pop off, so I'm wondering if somebody's going to pick that up. As long well, as we get Nathan Fillion. I don't think yeah. so. Bring me Nathan Fillion. People have been saying that for... Watch The Rookie. It's fun. Watch it Resident Alien. It's fun. You can watch all these people on great shows. So it Play, play the game true. Destiny. You'll listen to... You know, you can hear it. Cade 6. That's Speaking Nathan of, Fillion. Alan Tudyk, though. I, I just found out about a role of his that I did not realize it was him. Uh, the chicken the in Moana. In the chicken in Moana. Oh, I did not know, know he did Hey Hey's voice until yeah. like last week. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, and by the way, if you want to watch something fun with Alan Tudyk in it, watch uh, the Con Man. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, uh, they're only like fifteen, ten to fifteen minute episodes. There's two mm-hmm. seasons. It's twenty five episodes. It's very loosely based on Firefly, and um, cool. you know he plays a character kind of coming back from all of that and just extending his life at Comic-Cons, his his acting life at Comic-Cons. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, very cool. Alan Tudyk is in that you should watch and enjoy, Tim. Yeah, and uh, he's also uh, has Nathan Fillion in it. So Tim's just going to uh, roll right past that one. What um, what else has Nathan uh, Alan Tudyk in it that I should watch? Night's Tale. What? Oh, Night's Tale. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Jason Taylor here makes a good point. Disney owns Firefly, so I'm sure eventually yeah. something. Yeah. They are re- no, they're That's remaking. A- they're remaking. Oh, uh, they're remaking it. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be. With it's not going to be the same. Don't do that. Yeah. Just let just let something be good and sit there and be good. Yeah, yeah? Travis Foley yep. brings up his new show, uh, Resident Alien, which uh, I've heard uh, a lot I've of heard good really things. Good things about. Mm-hmm. I have. That's yeah, another one of those things I keep yeah, saying. It looks good. Did you? I'm sorry. No, it's um, a great show. Everybody should check it out. It was renewed too. <laughs> yeah, Night's Tale. Uh, yeah. You know what, he you know hates what, uh, that movie so much. I hate Night's Tale, which is love, ridiculous because I, I love the soundtrack. Time you hated I, Clone Wars. Well, yeah, there's mm-hmm. true. Well, the you Clone Wars. Your heart to Clone Wars. You can open your heart to the Night's Wait, Tale. Wait, the, the Clone Wars movie or the Clone Wars series? The series. I watched the first. What? I watched the first like three, four episodes of the season one. Oh my god! I was like, oh, this is for kids. Oh my god! You gotta keep going. I did. Oh, I did. You gotta get also still owe Anna a formal apology for that fight. (laughs) She'll never get it. But anyway, I did circle back, (laughs) and I I love, I love Clone Wars now. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love Clone Wars. Um, I have video of that somewhere. Oh, I I have video of. Tim, who's what are you six three six two? I'm six. Yeah, I'm six three. Hey, and, who do you? And uh, my friend Anna, who is like five two. I may have, I may call her the I may call argument. her the the, the midgeted wench for uh, but 
a very, very heated argument about why she thought Clone Wars was good and he is mocking her for it being a kid's show. Thank you, oh, John. Yeah, totally. I see a bus and my friend belongs under it. Allow me to quote my husband. <laughs> Try me, Wass. <laughs> so, Who are you? No, uh, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I, I, have, I have gone full circle on that. Um, that and I love Rebels. I have hard, I had a hard time getting into Resistance. Same. Um, yeah. I've tried. I've tried because I, I went for the same premise that I went into with with Clone Wars, and actually Rebels. The first season was, on, and if you ask me, on both of those uh, series is not that good. The second season it picks up and it takes off from there. And I tried the same thing with Resistance, but I was like, I, I just couldn't. I tried. It's the era. No one cares. Yeah. So no one cares about what happened. Like what, where the new empire came from. They did a really right. bad job setting that up. Yeah. It's better in the books, honestly. If you really are into that stuff, just read Bloodline. Okay. So Ryan, you're, uh, real quick, two sci-fi things. I want to get your opinion because they're both announced. Uh, the Snake Eyes movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you think about um, John Boyega going back to uh, do Attack the Block Two? I hadn't heard. I well, I, I haven't seen the trailer for the Snake Eyes movie. Um, I'm down for it. He doesn't talk, does he? I no. think he might. No. Oh, that's see, that's that's immediate cancellation. I hope not because for him from the beginning. Oh, uh, I hope not. That's I don't like that. No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm out. I'm That'd out. Like that e that, that's like uh, Ewoks talking. Yeah, and John Boyega attacked the block too. Sure. I mean, what I love what I love about that movie is it's not a subtle metaphor, but the best sci-fi movies are always the ones that are like trying to say something else. You know, about take this extreme circumstance and apply it to something <laughs> in our current day lives we can relate to, you know? So if they find a way to incorporate that again, I'm in, you know? The collective nod. That's right, Tina. Everybody's like, yep. But who do you, who, who's everybody hoping shows up on Bad Batch? That we don't know about that, you know, not I, finish chance or like that. That. I will refrain from this one for now. I honestly, okay. I don't, I don't have I any hopes it. as to who will show up. I'm just excited. It's here. Yeah. I, I haven't. I honestly have not thought that far ahead of it, where right. I go, "Golly, I hope this person shows up." Or I hope that character shows up. I'm just excited that it's here. Honestly, at this point, Star Wars wise, I'm just waiting for the Obi Wan show. And yep. And I, I was... want Hayden Christensen back. But that's I don't know. I, I'm I'm a fan of Captain Rex. Always have been. Always will be. Oh, I sure. I hope Rex He'll shows show up, up in everything. Yeah. He, um, he, got, he, he got the name drop, so he he probably will. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. Oh. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm always hoping for a, I'm, I mean, I, you know, there's Clone Wars characters like Cad Bane and people I want to see, but I'm always hoping for a Jar Jar. Yeah. Just because I wanted to see him in this new trilogy too, the sequel trilogy, just because like anytime they can make a new media that redeems something really bad, like the Clone Wars series did a great job taking the worst aspects of the prequels and saying, actually, no, politics can be interesting. <laughs> space yeah. banking. Yeah, they did a lot of Space banking that. can lead to adventure, you know? So I've always wanted to see something like that. Uh, I agree with that. Ryan, here's a quick question. Uh, they, a lot of times, like, Star Wars will do a thing where uh, you watch a couple episodes of something, and then all of a sudden you'll see uh, a Jedi that is a race that you've never seen before. Is there a race in Star Wars where the Jedi of that race would just look crazy? 
Because for why, me, like, why? Yeah, go ahead. I, I was thinking like the the, the Watto, whatever race the Watto is. Uh, uh, I, I could Toydarian. never. Really, yeah, I, the Toydarian, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, I could never. See, <laughs> I could never see that race as a Jedi for some reason. I guess because uh, uh, Watto is such like a, a, a turd. But um, oh my god, how, how would a hut be a Jedi? <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like that would be the most awkward fight ever. That there's a there's a Family Guy spoof where they did. Uh, God, Jake and the fat man, Jake and Jake and the fat man, where <laughs> Jake is like, look, the cigarette butt, it's got a lipstick on it. It's a clue. And Jake is just like, uh, <laughs> like sitting in a chair, you know, <laughs> that's what a jab of the hut Jedi would be like. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, I hate to break us up, but we do have to call it for the night. So thank you everybody for being on the show. As a reminder tomorrow morning, I uh, posted on funny science fiction, please go to YouTube and your favorite audio podcast provider and you will find an episode with jed brophy uh from the hobbit and from the lord of the rings so you're not going to want to miss that a really cool talk with with jed as we talk about some middle earth stuff all right guys and thank you to ryan zach and mick uh for being here tonight you guys are awesome on behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs>